The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. A Red Sea survey conducted by Women's Aid has found that 81% of 18 to 25 year olds believe that pornography is increasing young men's interest in seeking rough or violent sex. It also discovered that most Irish people felt pornography is too accessible to children and that it's contributing to gender inequality, coercion and sexual violence against women and girls. To joining me to discuss some of these issues is Enda Murphy, psychotherapist and uh, director of CME.ie, Mary Crilly, CEO of Sexual Violence Centre Cork, and Padito Bean, leader of N2. And Enda Murphy, if I might start with you, the the figures that I've quoted there are about people's um, assumptions and beliefs about the prevalence of pornography. In your experience, how common is it for young people to watch porn? Oh God! If you, let me give you a couple of figures here. Pornhub alone has 81 million visits per day. And that's more traffic than Amazon, Twitter and Netflix combined. So porn is here to stay and there's nowhere you can stop or prevent people from watching. But, you know, interesting in all those that where people are learning about, you know, what this is what porn you do in porn and this is what I do in real life. Because adolescents are turning to pornography for their sexual education because they're finding it incredibly hard to find reliable factual information about sex everywhere else. So in the absence of other reliable information, porn becomes a valuable resource for them. You know, and in our day, you know, we didn't talk about sex. You know, you, 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 I don't know what you learned when you were in school, you know, but it's usually kind of fairly tame what's actually done. So if we're not having this conversation with our children and with the 18 to 25 year olds, because they're the generation who have grown up with this, but with this whole thing going on, is that, you know, if we're not having this conversation with them in a healthy way, then we're, we're letting them off into Pornhub to learn their sexual education. And now we get the results. And in a, in a situation and in a setting where, you, where internet access is so ubiquitous, how do you stop them getting pornographic access or do you? You can't. So what you have to do is you have to... They're going to watch the porn anyway. So you have to teach them how to be a critical consumer of the research on the effects of porn as well as the actual porn itself. And if you start this conversation with it, you know, you've got to keep it lighthearted and relevant. But you have to understand that porn use stems from an unfulfilled need for connection. So you have to start by building up the connection with those in teenagers' lives rather than a porn book. So focus on the quality of your relationship with your with your kids. And teenage boys can, you know, and they will talk to their dad and they'll talk to their mums when they feel safe enough to do it. So when they feel that they're being listened to and it's not being rammed down their face, you know, they're going to see it anyway. You're going to have to start talking about, you know, what, what counted for porn in our day. You're going to have to have difficult conversations, but you have to start bringing it down to the effect porn has on your actual relationship and you're seeing this in those results today. Well, can I go to that? Mary Critty is with us, as I said. Mary Critty, CEO of Sexual Violence Centre Cork. That thing of the impact that pornography has, will there be a view, Mary, that people say, well, look, I can watch Ocean's Eleven and not want to go out and rob a casino. In the same way, can young people not separate what they are watching as entertainment or titillation versus their action? Of course they can. I think, like, gender-based violence is endemic in society. And, you know, that's why the pornography has a huge impact. But, I mean, I disagree about, you know, that it will always be here or 
Pornhub, that kind of stuff. Like Visa and MasterCard won't allow people access Pornhub through their Visa or through their MasterCard because it's been proven that women have been trafficked, women have been raped, and abuses of children are kind of on these websites. So I don't agree there's nothing we can do. Um, but, I mean, we just have to look at the whole society in general, I think, and how girls and women are treated. And I do go to schools a lot, and I do see the boys looking at that, and there is a conversation about the impact on boys and how we should kind of stop that. But nobody looks at the girls, really, and kind of what it's like for them, the peer pressure. They go under to um, behave in the way the boys have shown them, and, you know, the peer pressure on the girls to view these images. And then the boys kind of saying, this is what you have to do if you want to be with me or if you want to be part of the club. Now, the majority of boys are not doing this. It's like everybody knows the difference between right and wrong. And it's far too easy to say, you know, it's only because now, I think now the images and what's happening is far more violent. But like next year, um, we'll be celebrating the 40 years in the centre here. And I'm here 40 years. And I remember the time when the books were kind of on the top shelf at Easton's and stuff. But the images were just there. And, you know, images of pornography were shown to children from a young Except age. Except 40 years ago, 50 years ago, we stuff. still had issues with sexual violence. We still had issues with sexual assault. We still oh, had that's issues. what I'm saying. That's exactly that's what I'm saying. You know, it, they're just showing more violent images. But there was always the same. And perpetrators always showed images um, of child sexual abuse images to children, young boys and girls they're abusing to normalise it. So I think we have to just really look at gender-based violence in general society and how pornography is adding to it. It's not the cause of it, but it's adding to it. And the majority of young people I come across in schools are sound and very supportive and might view this, but won't ask the girls to go and do what, you know, the violence that are after seeing on it. So it's just not that cut and dry that they've seen, so therefore it is. We just have to have the conversation about gender-based violence in general, I think. Well, if we have the conversation about the impact of pornography on it, the question then is, is what can be done to limit the access? Pather Tobin, leader of Entu, is with us. Is there anything that can be done legislatively, uh, Pather, or at this stage has the horse long since bolted? Yes, yeah, so there's a couple of things, first of all. Um, there has been a massive increase in the level of sexual offences in this society in the last number of years. So in 2011, uh, there were 1,900 and 58 sexual offences. Uh, that had gone up to 3,433 uh, 10 years later. Um, the level of sexual abuse amongst children on children is increasing at a, at a shocking rate. Uh, last year, the Rape Crisis Network uh, Ireland stated there was an increase of 18% in the level of rape and sexual abuse of children by children. Uh, the children at risk in Ireland have said they have seen a 44% increase in sexual abuse and harmful behaviour by children on, and on children. So the idea that this is in some way benign is absolutely wrong. And you know, it's it just really is frustrating. But, but just to check, Heather, within that, how do you draw causation back to pornography in that? Well, like, the government is banning advertisement of junk food to children because we know that children eat more junk food when they see um, images of junk foods. And yet people can't see the link between children watching hardcore pornography and all of the figures that are showing a massive increase in the level of, of abuse that's happening in children. And, you know, I spoke on the shocking uh, sexual abuse uh, situation in the Dáil yesterday that's, happening, uh, that's been discussed around what happened to the Spiritans um, in, in, in Black Rock College and elsewhere. But we have a, a young generation now that we have a responsible to keep safe in terms of sexual abuse and rape, and we're not doing it in this country. And you mentioned, you mentioned earlier about how do we... How do we stop this in terms of technology? Well, it, it just, it's amazing, again, um, 
when internet companies show material on the internet that is copyrighted, those internet companies can go to a judge and the judge can tell the internet service provider to take down that material. So if there's money involved in this, nobody has, a, nobody has an issue with actually taking down material that is, um, is deemed illegal at a, you know, in, in the country. And yet we won't do it in terms of children uh, with hardcore pornography. We shrug our shoulders, we say we can't do anything about this, and we watch the incredible figures with regard to sexual abuse and rape increase year after year. So and we can I ask, Pat, the there's, there's one issue there, which is uh, when you look at the copyright law, one of the, I suppose, the advantages to those trying to enforce intellectual property law is that it tends to be relatively common across a lot of jurisdictions, including the US, and you can use tort to pursue it. The same is not true of pornography. So if we say you can't access internet pornography in Ireland, well, as long as the American companies are still allowed to put it up, how do you stop the kids getting it? Well, because the Irish internet service providers can take down access. Virgin, Medium, Air, all the internet service providers in Ireland who people use in their own homes, they can take down access to sites anywhere in the world from those homes here in Ireland if those countries are breaking, if those companies are breaking the law. So what we're saying is that if a, if a Pornhub is selling pornography to a child, that should be illegal. And as a result, you know, the government, Comreg and, and, or another institution in relation to this, should be able to go to the courts and say Porn, Pornhub is not identifying the age of the consumer of this content. And as a result, uh, we, they, will take, they must take down the material until they do. We, in off-licenses, when they sell alcohol, we put the responsibility on the off-license to work out the age of the person selling that alcohol. And um, we should be doing the same to companies who are profiteering and by selling hardcore, violent images to our children. Pather Tobin, leader of N2, and before Pather Tobin, Mary Quilly, CEO of Sexual Violence Centre Cork, and Enda Murphy, psychotherapist and director of CME.ie. Folks, thank you all very much. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. If you have any views on uh, the prevalence of pornography, particularly the accessibility of pornography to young people, because that survey would suggest that it is being regularly and easily accessed by those who are very young. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.